This is the Coming Black to Africa podcast, a show focused on helping you, the African diaspora, with your return home journey. Whether you have roots here or not, each week I'll host someone who will share their experiences and tell their stories to help you prepare and navigate the integration ups and downs. My name is Robert Agufanabel, an Afro-Caribbean traveler, passionate about promoting and representing Africa. I am a champion of creativity, and I'll be the captain of this flight. Now, let the journey begin. Welcome, travelers, back to another episode of Coming Black to Africa. On today's flight, I have an amazing co-host, First Officer Angel, and she's going to take this flight with us all the way to the motherland, Africa. Welcome to this flight and to the show, Angel. Yes, thank you. Um, Mambo, so happy <laughs> to to have this opportunity. My first podcast, so um, lots to share. So I hope you can get everything I have to say um, with, within our, uh, within our within flight our time. time. Yeah, yeah, we will within the flight time. And if we have more to say, we can do circles and stay a little bit longer in the air to get everything out of it, right? So um, Angel is here to help us savor the world. She is the founder of Savor the World and also the co-founder of Entourage, which is a travel group. And she's going to tell us more about that and what brings her here to Africa. Back here to Kenya and all over Africa, she's been everywhere and not necessarily having African roots per se, uh, direct uh, lineage, but she's going to tell us where she's from, you know, how she got into all of this. I mean, we're going to we're gonna have a lot. So your in-flight entertainment today, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be quite lit. So buckle up, stay safe. Please stay seated, and I'm going to hand the controls over to our co-pilot to take us through. Just tell us where you're coming from, you know, and what's brought you to come black to Africa. All right. So I definitely say in this lifetime, um, I've come from Detroit, Michigan. All right. Um, D-Town. Yes, (laughs) D-Town. I grew up in a small town outside of Detroit, about 45 minutes outside of Detroit, really rural area, dirt road, super country called Sumter Township. Born and raised there. Um, and so I just growing up, I've always knew I we fam- my family traveled a lot. Um, mm. We spent a lot of time, a lot of my youth um, in Jamaica. Um, and so just Jamaica. growing up. Yeah, mm. Jamaica. Yeah, man. Wagwan. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got it right. Wagwan. Yes, Everything's Wagwan. safe. Yes. Everything, Chris. Bless, bless up. <laughs> bless. Yes, yes. So as you see, um, my heart um, is not only, um, you know, that's where I, I was born, um, but my heart, again, um, uh, with traveling all over the world, over 25 countries, wow. um, Kenya being the 25th. So, woo, yeah, 25th country anniversary here in um, yeah. Kenya. And um, just definitely as I traveled from just a youth um, up until now, I'm still a youth, um, <laughs> but just wanting to give people the opportunity to to see the world and not just the world, but to see our world, to see um, Africa as a whole. You know, some people like Africa, they think of it as one country. No, mm-hmm. there are many different countries, many different cultures. And so with Savor the World, um, it started um, initially just kind of, I want to give people a taste of, of Africa, a taste of, you know, from North, West, South, and East. And mm-hmm. so I started um, in Senegal. I um, spent quite some time there, a lot of development projects. And then I seen like the need for sustainability and community building um, right there. And I said, you know what, I want to take this a little bit um, everywhere. Um, so then I've made my way to Kenya and Kenya has just been beyond welcome, welcoming to me. I yeah. mean, from the people to 
just everything. And and I honestly, personally, I was sleeping on East Africa. So when I got to <laughs> Kenya, I was like, whoa, this is kind of like America, but like more people that look like me and um you know a less of the some of the the day-to-day that we face in the states so um that was the the meaning behind savor the world and again just kind of really that sustainability and giving people giving people that opportunity to invest and relocate right here on the continent of africa and then moving into the entourage travel group i mean mm-hmm. well how are we going to get these people here right. so we got to organize um, them yeah. It, yeah so um i have a strong relationship with um uh, one of the major airlines um and so we work hand in hand on being able to offer people uh, various packages at amazing prices so yeah. a lot of people are like i can't afford it well guess what with the entourage you definitely can afford it so um again just really wanting people to experience and and get out there and see outside of you know what they see on the media like come yeah. and come and taste it yourself and and the name so savor the world that's explanatory name in itself but the entourage was you're not alone mm-hmm. you know come mm-hmm. as an entourage come as a group even if you are a solo traveler we will welcome you wherever as home and so um i actually have um a really big really big awesome uh trip coming up here in kenya um in the spring so uh, look out for that spring 2021 thank you wow and fellow travelers if you've not noticed by now, you need to be taking notes. But don't worry, we'll put a lot of all these links in the show notes and all the description in the description to this podcast. So don't worry about it. Sit back, relax. Now that is what we call a trailer. That's a movie trailer. And I hope you can see in this movie, the good guys win, right? <laughs> Africa wins. So now we're gonna go and unpack how that story develops, right? So you've given us quite a bit in that intro, um, Angel, and we wanna go back and just unplug it. Because you said you were born in you know, just outside of Detroit, Michigan, uh, you have some Jamaican roots, you know, bless up every time. Um, but how did Africa come in? I think that's what we want to get to, because how did you start now promoting Africa? And I love that because that's what I do. We want people to see and experience Africa. So how did Africa come into this whole um, picture of yours? And, and as you answer that, maybe you can just give us a little bit more context of, of who you are and what you do, you know, maybe professionally or, you know, a little bit more about you so people can identify you know who you are okay so well to be honest um just knowing that there is there's more out there like Mm -hmm. there is more out there have traveled from you know south america where you see people that look like you but Mm -hmm. then you're like "Mm," even in brazil i was like oh this could be I mean, I truly believe like brazil south america is like the africa of south america (laughs) you know um but knowing like there, there is more, there is more. So of course, having that connection um, just from my childhood to Jamaica, um, again, it's like going there, that was mm. one piece. Like Jamaica was my Africa growing right. up. Um, and then my first visit on the continent of Africa was Egypt. And it took me by surprise. I mean, Egypt was beautiful, the pyramids, the, I mean, wow. But I still didn't really feel Feels, like yeah. it was the Africa I was looking for. And so I kept that quest going. I kept that journey going. Mm. And it was really just to connect deeper with my roots. Um, yes. you know, All right. Okay. Really yeah. getting into the roots of, of who I am. And, and the more I educated myself, the more I grew within self, mm-hmm. the more I felt like, yep. Yeah. Like you, you say, 
black to Africa. And so I was just really taking my blackness and my roots really back to back to um, they say home. Home. So um, let's 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 go back to the childhood because mm-hmm. you've said it very simply, but it's so profoundly that mm-hmm. you 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 traveled a lot when you were younger, mm-hmm. and you know as a traveler, sometimes we take it for granted mm-hmm. that you know, and that's why I call my audience travelers because. These are people who are seeking, who are searching, you know, who who want to expose themselves. Because I always wanted to know what what else, how else do people live and not just stay in your co- cocoon. So where did you get this inspiration to just start traveling? Do you Is it a family thing? I think you mentioned it earlier. You know, what? how did that come in? So definitely a family thing. So let me tell you like a quick little family story. So I've never been on a cruise, according to what I can remember. <laughs> so I'm like, Mom, I've never been on a cruise. And she's like, stop your lying. You, we, we took you on a cruise when you were three months. Yeah, don't oh, you remember? <laughs> yeah, like, do I not remember? Um, You know, from when I was like 10, we went to Jamaica every year. So that was, right. and we would stay months, you know, mm. the whole summer, mm. summertime months mm-hmm. um, during school. So definitely traveled a lot um i've been to over 30 states um and a lot of that was you know from childhood on up um and so definitely did a lot of traveling um even along the again the caribbean jamaica Mm -hmm. with my family Mm -hmm. canada with my family it was like really heavy being right there in detroit and michigan we border canada so we're literally 30 minutes away from canada um and so really started so that that itch for traveling was was definitely a part of me since i was three months old on my first cruise that I don't remember. Uh, you um, went cruising at three months, man. Yes, right, cruising at three <laughs> You're months. You're living your best and, life. <laughs> yes, and now I'm flying, yeah. and I'm the you know definitely the pilot here, and and um, you know bringing mm-hmm. black back to Africa. Africa. Mm-hmm. And so again, I would say about 2018 is when it really struck to me that like yes, you know America is great, yeah. you know. However. Can you imagine the land where it all started, where our people are, where we are in abundance, where I look at a billboard and I see, oh, my goodness, black, black. (laughs) And so my corporate and career background is is in media and advertising, where Mm. I've worked with NBC, Google, Facebook, um, GM, like a lot of you name it, Spotify. I've worked with these agencies right in the States. And when they're doing advertisement and campaigns and they're trying to target our Our melanin carbonated people and it has to be a mixed baby it has to be a mixed couple it can't just be (laughs) so coming here and that's what i seen when i was in egypt and i'm like no this ain't that this is not the black to Mm. africa i was looking for Mm -hmm. and so then i made my uh made my way to senegal and and spent some time there and that was like this is what i wanted to see and just having a different appreciation like wow look at the marketing look at the advertising look at the people look at us like to just even see people that look like me on TV, on yeah. the news, unapologetically themselves, all shades, all complexions. Not even thinking about it. Not even thinking it's, it's about just, it. It's just the way of life. Yes. It's not something you got to think about. It just yes. happens naturally. So why, why Senegal though? So essentially, I started with Senegal. I think it was a little safe. Um, for me, um, I knew some people that had migrated there. All I right. knew some friends from the States. And so I was like, okay, like this, you know, this could work. But then even in Senegal, with it having such a huge, 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 um, I did realize, though, coming here that Western philosophy and, and Western ways of life, um, you know, colonization has taken place 
everywhere. everywhere. Mm. So a lot of those same issues that I see within our community in the States is the same thing <laughs> that I, you know, picked up on in Senegal. And, what, what are some of these issues? So uh, we'd love some to of hear. these, I mean, I think colorism, you uh. know, let's start with colorism where we're into the, the color of our skin, mm. where it's like, they're already giving us white and black and then we got to give us light and dark, dark and brown and yeah. blue people are like you're not dark skin you're like caramel i'm dark i'm black okay <laughs> like that's that's what that is yeah. you know seeing i came out to senegal i had my natural tresses i was ready and then i was like wait these sisters got full faces <laughs> they got these lace fronts Am I in Miami or am I in Senegal? <laughs> I don't know. And so just kind of like, you know what? I still need to bring the same energy mm. that I have been, you know, making a platform in the States for, still bringing that same energy here. And So um, while you were trying to get back to your roots and get black to Africa, it, it seems like what you saw when you landed in Senegal is... It's some of us trying to go out of Africa. Absolutely. Know? And that's, that's the, those are the imprints of what colonialization has done, you know, to us without us even realizing it because mm -hmm. we've diminished the value of being black. Yes. You know, and that's something that we want to really highlight on this podcast that it's not just about coming black to Africa. It's not just about physically moving here. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's really reconnecting with those roots and understanding who you are. It doesn't mean you have to accept everything, you know, without 100 percent, but just knowing that, look, you are enough. As a black person, no matter where you are, you don't have to fight for your position. You don't have to fight for importance. You know, black is good enough. I just want to speak. I know I'm the one here as the co-pilot, but <laughs> you are enough. That is like I live by that. Mm. Like you are enough. And, and just through my career, through my journey going from, you know, working for these large agencies to, you know, working for myself and, and having just amazing and successful businesses. Um, you know, it's you are enough. And when I started to realize that and accept that, that I don't have to conform, people should be truly conforming to us because they have told us that we are the minorities. Mm -hmm. and, and when you really look around this globe, we <laughs> are not yeah. the minority in any form capacity way or shape and so i really believe and i find it to be so important that's why i'm so happy to be on this podcast and being able to you know shed light um that you know really bringing us back together and making us realize the power that we have within ourselves to be the co-pilots and the pilots of our lives and that we are enough we don't have to change our skin we don't have to bleach we don't have to oh, conform to straight hair that's your jamaicanness coming out yes like we <laughs> are enough and and really just shining light on you know africa's home and and countless opportunities everywhere you know from from west to east and i think i'll say i'm a little biased um to kenya um, be. it has been <laughs> kenya has kidding. definitely welcomed me um i just kept extending extending and extending my stay right. i was okay two more weeks all right one more week all right, you know, I think that I am just really going to to make that move. So uh, definitely yeah. just keeping in mind, we are enough. <laughs> <laughs> we are enough. And you, you mentioned something so critical that I just want to write on it before we move on is, you know, the issue about being a minority. It's not just about number, mm -hmm. but the biggest impact of being a minority that the black people have gone through is about quality. So we've, if we've fed so subconsciously that we are a minority, so one in terms of quantity, we're not enough, but also in terms of quality. So it's almost as if being yourself will never be enough. 
So you have to take on a new identity. You have to take on what suits your environment. And that, I champion creativity a lot. And one of the greatest things that you need to do when you come in Black to Africa is reclaim your stolen creativity. Because that, that allows you to live in the fullness of your blackness, right? By you being creative. And I heard you mention about successful businesses. And we're going to get into that. Because you can't run a business or start a business without you know being creative. And creative means taking a risk. It's not just about being artistic. It's about really bringing out your uniqueness and knowing that it is enough. So I just wanted to put put that in for our travelers that, look, being a minority is not just about quantity, but it's also about quality. You need to realize that you have sufficient quality, even abundant quality, I would like to say that. I wanted to put that in. It looks like you want to jump in on that before I, I ask questions of the businesses. Go ahead. Uh, no, just I'm ready to jump in <laughs> with the businesses, actually. Right. <laughs> so, uh... so you mentioned being a business, right? And what, what we're seeing throughout your experience and your journey is that you've gone against the grain. Uh, you can tell us probably in your group of friends growing up, I don't think everyone was for traveling. You know, I experienced that also growing up. Like a lot of people just don't have that desire to find out what else is there. Like, look, this is what life has handed me. I'll make the best of the situation and move about it. But you're willing to put yourself in different cultures all across the States. And we find even people who live in the States sometimes don't visit other States, you know, and it's traveling is very important, right? Because it exposes us. So with the traveling, how did you now start with business? How does that come in? There's so many moving parts. We're trying to put oh, it together. Well, you know, so one obstacle that I would face is that trying to get a group of people together and everyone's all on board. We start with this group chat and <laughs> then it just dwindles away when it's time to pay. Take a- oh. And take action. Time, time to, to pay. pay. Yes. We, we need to stop that, my black people. We need yes. to stop that. <laughs> so, so what can I do? So in addition to like I'm doing all this traveling, well, how do I, again, how do I make money off of something that I'm passionate about, but then also giving back to the community and allowing people to have a platform? Now, I know some travel companies, they add all these ridiculous fees. So I was like, let me go directly to the airline. Right. Do they offer anything for it? Absolutely, we do. So you book these and we give you a percentage. So that way, hey, I don't even have to fluff up the packages right. and I can make it as low as possible for people interested in traveling. So that's where, you know, kind of the concept of the entourage came about. And then here, now what's your excuse? We offer payment plans according to your budget, according right. to you tell us your budget yeah. and then we plug in and then we even try to save you money in addition to that. Mm. So now what's your excuse? Mm-hmm. And then using the platform to you know, display the various trips and where we're going so they can see these places in a different light. So no, you know what? Africa's not just a bunch of unfinished roads and houses and huts, you all, and villages. And lions it's chasing act- you down. And lions chasing <laughs> you. You know, like, I've yet to see a lion and I've been in Kenya and, like, haven't, like, oh, I gotta go all the way out for that. So mm-hmm. really just shedding that light and, and pulling people in and that's really where, where that drive came from. But then also, you know, not to that was the entourage um but not to like forget about the other areas like mm-hmm. for example i've spent quite some time in the cabaras oh the slums here actually in kenya yeah. that was one of the first places that i went to there is one like the second largest slum i think in africa wow yeah. so that was one of the first that was the first so i landed on a wednesday thursday i woke up and i went to the cabaras Alone, I found um, a guy by the name of Moses. He's absolutely amazing on Airbnb. And he gave me a tour of the Cabarrus. And um, just a sweet soul. But being there, I had also, that's where Savor the World came in, where 
there is so much that can be done with mm-hmm. sustainability, um, providing great water, providing, you know, just food and crops. And so that was that other piece of it. So I don't want to just come here and, and start my businesses and make monies. But I also want to help those slum areas, too. That's I think it's over like a million people yeah. right there in the heart of the city. So that was also that passion of mine where that came from seeing the slums in the various, you know, countries throughout Africa. So just as well as I want to bring black people here, I also want to build up the people that are right here. Awesome. And, and I find that to be very important. Awesome. So. That That is fantastic. That is nice. fantastic. It's not just about what benefits you because oftentimes when we go on these self-seeking journeys about what I can get, mm-hmm. we fail to realize that the most successful, you know, self-journey is what you can give. Right. And uh, you can only give when you recognize what you have. Mm-hmm. Right. I love that. We're getting into some turbulent air here. We're getting into some Woo, very turbulent air. I feel <laughs> and I want it. you to make sure you, you take control of this <laughs> aircraft that we don't crash it. Yes. Because in all this, it sounds very good. You know, you want to do this, you want to do that. But you know, from being an entrepreneur, starting businesses, there's a lot of rough weather you got to go through, a lot of resistance, a lot of hate speech, if you want to call it that, a lot of, you know, negative speak, I should say, from friends or from people close around you that you got to break through that. What were your turbulent times in now coming black to Africa, in Senegal, in, in Kenya? And, you know, because you, you come with this idea, it's, it's, it makes sense. Like, who would not want to have proper running water for people? But I'm sure you face some resistance. I'm sure you face some turbulent times. And on this podcast, we want to show, you know, the ins and the outs and, you know, the ups and the downs. All right. Get ready for the turbulence, everyone. Yes. Buckle your seatbelt. Fasten your seatbelt so, sign is on. Um, yes. <laughs> Through through every initiative, um, and this is why I tell people, don't give up no matter what obstacles you face. And one of my biggest challenges was realizing how selfish people were. Mm-hmm. Through my journey of self-discovery, I realized I want to connect more people and, and build up more people so that our people, there's more, there's a bunch of me's walking around. Mm. There's a bunch of, we are the new runners of this country. You know, we will have that. That's what I envisioned, but realizing that people didn't have that passion in that heart. And one of the biggest things where I'm just coming in, I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. I had my savings there in Senegal (laughs) and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to buy land. And then people take advantage of me. And I, you know, that's where I'm like, they're like, you don't pay nobody before you do paperwork and you make sure. And so that was a learning for me. So I was out of $5,000. And then, of course, now this is giving my family every, we told you not to take your black behind back to Africa. (laughs) We told you to say, and I'm like, nope, I'm not giving up and blah, blah. I'm going to get my money back in $5,000. You know, that's when we can really say, welcome black yes, that's when you've welcome been welcome black. black if you've not been conned or something i'm not saying you have to go through it but until you experience it is when you realize where you are yes so <laughs> so learn from my mistakes and the mistakes of many others it's just you know do every conduct business just like you would conduct business in in the states especially for us you know sometimes they're like americans we just come so open and right. hungry we have trusting you know, yeah we're, mm. we're very very trusting so you know just keeping that in mind but even throughout then 
um, where, you know, that was just like one of those, do I give up? And it's like, no, don't stop now. This is just a lesson along your journey moving forward. Now you know how it should be done and now you know what to look for. So, you know, that was the biggest. And then you have, you know, having my family in, in, in the front of my ear, the back mm. of my ear, just like, no, you need to get back here and mm. that's not right for you. And that's probably the whole. And I was like, nope. Nope, because there's things that happen in the States that have happened to me. And mm. if I just said, oh, yeah. the heck with it, then I wouldn't even be on this journey where I'm at now. So just kind of definitely, like you mentioned, going against the grain, going mm. against, you know, really just all that I heard, my own personal experience of being conned. I didn't let that stop me. And I'm for me, $5,000 was a lot. OK, because I that was you know, still a part lot of my face, still a lot. <laughs> and um. So, you know, just not just not giving up and, and just still pushing through um, and keeping, of course, just on a spiritual level, keeping the most high in front and all mm. that I do. And just I no longer look at good and bad. I look at everything as simply a lesson. Mm. So that door closed for me to to open up even greater opportunities. And so that's what that did. But had I given up, went back to the States where I wouldn't be sitting and, and even on this podcast about black to Africa. So just don't give up no matter what and just use discernment use your best judgment um and you know just again just be careful you know yeah. we can all just be a little too trusting it's so exciting um but you know just always fact check be humble enough to, to ask for second opinion have yes. someone trustworthy who you can count on mm -hmm. and that's the kind of platform and environment we want to create here on this podcast that you have a safe place that, you know, you can ask questions, you know, can shoot, um, you know, just ask for tips and advice on what you should do. Right. But you see, you are a very good self starter, you know, your pusher. Um, a number of travelers would be like, OK, I'm not really like that. I've never traveled solo. I've never started a business, you know, and, you know, what would be three life hacks you would give to such a person? Right on this journey of theirs obviously one like what i hear coming out is community so make sure you have a community that you can ask questions you know keep supporting you and encouraging you because you need to realize that the people who are supporting you now uh, especially who you left back in the states or wherever they are when things start to go south they i mean they they're looking for their best interests but they really don't know your deep desire so you need to build a new community who will understand this this new transition you know what would be your three life hacks uh so definitely i would say community and research um, kind of all in one research the type of community that you want to connect with so coming here to Kenya I didn't have any community at <laughs> all um, and and so but I was able to reach out to my current network even back in the states who connected me with a community here in Kenya so that was absolutely amazing so you know before traveling before especially as a solo traveler reach out to your current network and and do research there to see who you can be um, connected with as far as the community I definitely say that's number one mm -hmm. um, again and learn learn the language learn <laughs> the culture before coming you know as especially as Americans sometimes we can come and we act like we should just everybody Everyone should should adjust to know, you. Yeah. you know the basics of how are you hi thank you and how much you definitely <laughs> the best way to do some bartering and barter yeah. negotiate once yeah. you get here um but please immerse it's yourself expected. in yes immerse <laughs> yourself in the culture um you know prior to coming um i i really believe that and and lastly um, you know, just be very, very open. Keep an open mind. 
um, still have discernment, but keep an open mind um, to to new experiences and allow yourself to be immersed um, in in what you're receiving um, and and not to be judgeful. You know, mm-hmm. no judging. Mm-hmm. Um, I can sometimes you have people. Oh, I don't know about this, or the power goes out sometimes, or this. <laughs> no hot. This ain't hot water. This is like lukewarm. Again, just being open to <laughs> to things are different. Keeping that open mind um, and and a warming heart. Uh, those would be my my three things. That's such love. I can hear such love and compassion coming out of your three life hacks. It's about just making sure that you can be flexible in your life. Don't mm-hmm. be so stuck in your comfort zone. Don't expect to go everywhere and, ex- and get the same treatment that you have at home. Hey, you're traveling to be exposed, to be strengthened. And I think that's one thing that we miss often is that you travel to be strengthened, not just to be entertained, right? Our schedule flight plan shows that we should be making our final approach. But we are going to take a small circle just to address one or two issues because there's so much rich content here. And definitely we're going to have you back on the podcast. Yes. It sounds like we're just getting started. We are. It sounds like we're just getting There's so much Can for us I to do. Can I take another flight, please? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll book a return flight. Uh, yes. I want to ask you, from your experience, having been on the ground, you know, West Africa, East Africa, you know, North Africa, and all over the world, different places you've traveled, what do you think holds us back as black people? You know, so you come, you want to start this project. But you find this resistance, you know, or whatever. Like people just don't, as you said, the fire. And, and that's understandable. But what do you think are like two things that, that hold us back and that, that we need to change as, as residents of Africa who are physically in Africa to be more accommodating for, you know, people who are making their great return journey and want to come and actually help? We all, and in my struggle just from my experience with Senegal and even here um, in Kenya, being resourceful to one another um, is so important. I am on the quest of, of looking to get land here. And again, I see myself running into those con artists again, but <laughs> I know what to look for because of West Africa and my experience in Senegal. So I would say just instead of trying to make a quick buck, instead of trying to look at the, the grand scheme of things, like, you know, if you take you, for example, like mm-hmm. if you were to say, I'll help you find this land and you actually help me, you know what? You want a piece of the pie? Do you want to come in as, as a partner mm-hmm. at X amount of percentage? But instead, it's like, let me try to take advantage. And right. so, you know, just knowing, like, let's let's keep it honest and, and let's really build together and come together that bring that unity. Um, so that lack of togetherness. And re- I don't care if I came from America or South America. We are truly one. We're the same. Mm-hmm. We are all black. At the end of the day, we're all black. You may be black Kenyan. I may be black American. You may be black. Senegalese, you may be black Ghanaian, you may be black Ugandan, like whatever. Is Ugandan a thing? <laughs> Ugandan. Ugandan. Okay, yeah, my bestie. Thank yeah, you. Correct me. But I'm getting there. So, um, you know, but just remembering that at the end of the day, when we take those countries out, we're just left with black. Mm-hmm. And so keeping that, like, when, when you welcome me, when you see us and whatever, it's just take out black American. Just keep black and take out the American yeah. and and same thing for, for our black Americans and wherever we come from. Yeah. I love that. So what you heard it from my co-pilot that coming black requires togetherness and we have a part to play. So you may be resident in, in Senegal, in Nigeria, in Kenya, and your fellow brothers and sisters are coming back, you know, make it a bit easier for them, but I get it. You know, one of the things that hold us back is like, 
you have had the good life. You've been in the United States of America. You've had life easy. You want to come here and still have life easy? Nah. You know, we got, we got to get rid of that. We got to get rid of that spirit and that vibe of always trying to pull each other down. Like, you lose nothing by helping a brother or sister out, right? How would you feel if you went um, to Detroit and, you know, <laughs> someone took advantage of you, right? So coming black to Africa means coming together. We have to change the narrative. We need to come together as one and we can rise. We can rise. And so we're making our final approach. And I want to ask you to hold the throttle so steadily right now and land this baby right home to Africa. And I want to close the show the way I close every single episode by asking you to complete this statement. Africa is... Black. So join me. Ha! I love that. Africa is black. So join us. Join us. Join us here on Coming Black to Africa podcast. Please remember to subscribe, uh, review, and share this podcast so others can hear about this message. This is the the community for you to, you know, have a wonderful return home journey. So please close for us by telling us where we can connect with you on social media, you know, and your exciting project that's coming up in April. For those of us who may be, well, by the time this podcast released, the trip should be coming up. Um, but let us know how we can connect with you. Okay, well, first things first, if you are looking to um, get black to Africa, um, you can visit us at savertheworld.com. That is savor, S-A-V-O-R, theworld.com. And you can also check us out on Instagram. And then for those who are not yet looking to, you know, make that flight permanent um, and looking for a return ticket back and, you know, just looking for a good time, looking to explore um, and, but, you know, have that love for travel or always have wanted to travel um you can check us out on instagram at be the entourage on instagram and then you can also check out our website for booking travel and travel inquiries at ru that's just a r e the letter u <laughs> entourage.com so i'm um, looking forward to it and um, it was such a pleasure being here on black to africa and i look forward to truly getting um you know getting us back to to africa Awesome. And we'll have all of those links in the show notes so that people can connect with you. I just feel like I want to acknowledge you for your humility, for wanting to immerse into local cultures, for admitting when you don't know, for putting yourself out there. And that's, just, that's you know, those are skills that entrepreneurs tend to have because you're willing to take the risk. And I acknowledge you for that, for saying when you don't know something. And we really appreciate you for coming on the show. Last yes. thing is, can you say anything in case Wiley to close the show? putting you on the spot <laughs> let me see here so I've learned mambo but I will say I will say Asante Sana for having me um, here on Black to Africa awesome Asante Sana is fantastic and that means thank you and Karibu Sana you're welcome very much for another return flight and we definitely will do this again that's it folks I really want to remind you to subscribe Please leave your comments and your review on the show. We really want to build this up. Share with a friend and we'll see you on the next flight. Yeah.